Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangroofern.com She is the CEO or founder of ASA, an inclusive women's podcast podcast network who is on a mission to increase the visibility, influence, and earning power of women in the podcast industry. Also amplifies the message of our 1,000 plus women podcasters, influencers, and thought leaders while providing members of our network with opportunities to connect with brands. They are an inclusive platform and community designed to champion the voices of those who are willing to speak and listen while aligning with the core values of awareness, empowerment, and respect. Asa is for women who are hosts and producers of shows that entertain, educate, and inform their audience. Please welcome Marla Isaacson. So what's so ironic is that I am the CEO of a tech platform. And I'm not really good with this kind of stuff, so thanks for indulging me. Thanks for the opportunity to be here today. I am really honored. Um, We are stronger together. So what I'm going to talk about today is building a community through podcasting. I'm a podcaster. We're all podcasters here. So I always like to start at the beginning. So what is a community? Look at the dictionary. A community is a social unit that shares something in common, such as norms, religion, values, customs, or identity. So think about the communities that you belong to, because we all belong to committees, communities. What attributes do you like? What do you care about? What do you get out of being part of the community? Just think about what makes the community special for you. And let me talk about the benefits of a community. And right now I'm focusing on we are podcasters being part of a community. So what are the benefits? Peer-to-peer connections. So I belong to several leadership and marketing communities, and I don't think I'd be where I am now without them. They've been so incredibly valuable. Support. So like we know that podcasting, like all businesses, can be really tough going. And it's nice to be able to rely on people to provide some emotional support because it gets a little scary sometimes. Uh, Sharing of ideas and resources. So as a member of the various communities that I belong to and a bunch of podcasting communities, I find info on a lot of different topics such as podcast format, tech questions, marketing questions, etc. Um, it's a valuable resource. It's a great way to help enhance the quality of your show and a sense of belonging. So I was interviewed the other day by a podcaster. and She said to me, you know, I really feel like sometimes podcasting can be super lonely. Um, she doesn't have a co-host. And I thought it was really interesting for her to say that because it can be a very solo enterprise. So it's something that you need to understand which is why belonging to a community is even more important. So Simon Sinek is, uh, I am such a fan of him. So I want to talk about this for a minute. So 
I always like to start at the beginning and really think about the why. Now, I want to introduce Simon Sinek to you if you don't know him. He did a very famous TED Talk called How Great Leaders Inspire Action, Finding Your Why. I cannot recommend it enough. I think I watch it at least once a month now because I always get something else out of it. So what is Simon Sinek saying? So the graphic shows what he calls the, uh, let's see, the golden circle. So using the golden circle, think about why you're creating your podcast. Why, why do you want to do this? It's not always that easy. Why? What you hope to accomplish or communicate. And once you know your why, because again, it's really important to know your purpose, your motivation, how you believe, then the next thing you need to figure out is who or whom. So let me talk to you about my why, and I'm going to introduce myself now, and thank you for the introduction beforehand. So my name is Marla Isaacson. I'm CEO, founder of ASA. That's a more recent headshot post, you know, during COVID, no haircut. Um, so thank again, thanks for the introduction. Let me talk a little bit more about ASA and my why. So ASA is a podcast network with over 1,000 podcasts connecting women-hosted podcasts and women-focused brands in order to increase the representation and influence of women's voices worldwide. I just read you my why statement. And when you watch the TED Talk that I'm recommending, you will understand what I mean. But it's a very clear way to communicate what you stand for, who you are, and why you're doing what you're doing. So as a longtime passionate supporter of women's initiatives, I believe in the power of podcasting as a rapidly growing communication platform. And we just talked about this. And it really has the reach and impact to elevate underrepresented voices globally, which is why I love it so much. So why ASA? Why did I do this? It's kind of a lot of work. So I started my own podcast in 2018 called Mind of a Mentor. Loved it. Interviewed some really awesome women. Just thought it was such an amazing experience. And I decided to do a little research about women in podcasting because the concept of empowerment, I've been focused on women's empowerment for over 10 years. So that's pretty important to me. So what's going on with women in podcasting? So in early 2019, around only 23% of all podcasts were hosted by women. And only 20% of charting podcasts were hosted by women. I think those numbers are dismal, and it really hasn't gotten a whole lot better. And we found that one of the main reasons that women stop creating podcasts is due to not knowing how or when to start when seeking ad placement. They want to monetize. They don't know how to monetize. And also think about this, that women podcasters make incredible brand ambassadors because more than 80% of household consumer purchases in the U.S. are made by women. So it, it's incredibly important. So that's who I am. Now let's talk about another important component. So we just talked about finding your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you podcasting? Why are you podcasting on this specific topic? You need to make sure you know who you're podcasting to. Who is your audience? Who's your listener? Who's your community member? What are her interests? What are her pain points? Where can you find her? Again, I want to stress 
really how important this is because once you get clarity, this will help guide so many communication strategies, marketing decisions. So this is a really important exercise to go to. It's essentially creating your avatar. So I want to introduce to you Social Sandra. So Sandra, demographics, she's 35, she's an administrator, she's married, no kids. She lives in some place called Awesome California. I'd like to know where that is. Her income is 42,000 US dollars. She's got a, a bachelor's degree. So that's some of her demographics. So again, let's talk about psychographics. So she is, you know, very focused on, um, she's more of an introvert. She's more intuitive. Um, she feels a lot. And, um, so those are important attributes. So again, you're, you're framing who this person is. Now we also know that Sarah studied, Sandra, sorry, studied chemistry before switching to politics. She's trying to get a PhD in cooking while taking care of her cat, Bootsy. Sandra never leaves her home without her smartphone to stay in touch with her friends. She does not drink and does not have any bad habits. And she loves to travel. So by creating your avatar, your who, you have a really good sense of the kinds of things that you think would be interesting to Sandra. And that really helps to set your podcast communication strategy. So again, what are her interests? What are her pain points? Where can you find her? Okay, so now that you know who Sandra is, how can you bring her into your podcast community? So thinking about a podcast or listening journey, I like to frame things. Um, and there is a journey from um, awareness to actually retention. So what this slide shows is how a listener becomes a dedicated podcast advocate. That's what you want. You want your listeners to advocate for you. So the first stage, which is important because you need to make sure that Sandra can find you. So uh, what you need to do is make sure that you submit your podcast to all podcast discovery apps, uh, you know, Apple, Spotify, all of them. I think it's also very important to network with other podcasters with a similar audience. You're going to learn a lot from that communication and you'll be able to share practices and it will really help you become a better podcaster. Also be a guest on other people's podcasts. So Sandra's listening to Joan's podcast. Guess what? She hears your podcast. So that's super important because you're, you want to get exposure to what you're doing um, on other podcasts. It's a way of amplifying uh, your brand and who you are. You also have to deal with SEO, keyword research, and optimization. Now, most of us don't really love this unless you're really um, a SEO geek, but it's super important. You have to think about, well, you know who Sandra is. You know what your podcast is about now because you've created something that will be of interest to Sandra. Well, you need to make sure that people can find you when they search on Google. So make sure that you've got your SEO keyword set and join online groups that align with your target audience. So here's an example. AsaCollective.com is our online audience. Social media ads. So um, maybe not everyone loves to use Facebook, but it's pretty handy because you can create different profiles. 
So you know who Sandra is. You know what you're talking about. You want to get more Sandras. So create different ads. Do some testing. You want to invite people to try your podcast. Um, and then also, which is kind of funny, sometimes we forget to do this. Tell your friends, your family, your existing client base about your podcast. That's like really important. And sometimes we forget about that. Okay, so Sandra's heard about your podcast. What are the key factors that she's going to consider when deciding whether or not to stick around and listen? Again, I want to just reiterate, this is all part of what you need to know and what you need to do if you really want to build a valuable community. So Sandra's going to look at the reviews of your podcast. Do you have reviews? Um, if you don't have reviews, get reviews. And we like to say in ASA, like 25 reviews is really a good number. So this is where friends and family come into you know, to place and, and um, early listeners. Have them listen, have them give you a review. Because if Sandra sees that there are really good reviews, Sandra will listen to the podcast. Um, she's also going to make sure she wants to understand what topics are covered. Is it relevant to her needs? What guests do you have on the show? What can Sandra get from the guests that, that will be uh, appearing or she'll be listening to? Website. Okay, so this is important. So Sandra needs to find you as well. So yeah, you talk about um, uh, your podcast on social media ads, but it's also kind of important to have a home um, where you can communicate about who you are and about your podcast. So many people do have a website for their podcast or a website that they have for their existing business. They include podcast information. So that's important, but also what's really important, just make it really easy for the user. I can't tell you the number of times I've had to track people down and their websites are really difficult to navigate. And again, social media channels, a lot of podcasters, a lot of information, everyone's on social media. And we find um, in ASA that so many of our podcasters and their listeners are on Instagram. So that seems to be a really good channel for us. Okay. So what's going to bring Sandra in as a listener? Now, this is going to be the first step of becoming part of your community. Okay, the decision to listen. Audio quality. Okay, this is really important. This is another important consideration. So I've had podcasters contact me and they say, Marla, like we're working really, really, working really hard. I'm marketing. I'm, but nothing seems to be happening. I'm not growing my show. So I do an assessment, I listen to their podcast, and the audio is horrible. And that is something that is easily fixable. We never say that you need a studio. You just need a decent microphone that you can get for under 100 US dollars. So just understand that if a listener can't listen because the audio is terrible, she's not going to come back. Um, the first five minutes of your podcast, what's your hook? What do you have? Do you have a cool intro? Is the music cool? What are you doing that will bring people to listen to your podcast? And again, this is the first part of creating your community. She also wants to know what value she's going to take away from listening to your show. Because remember, there are over 2 million podcasts now. So she's a busy person. So you better be giving her value or else she's not going to come back. 
And she wants to feel a sense of community. So, for example, if she sends an email to you and has a question about your podcast, if you respond back, that's the first step in building a great relationship with your listener. Okay, subscription. Okay, so what's going to take Sandra from a one-time episode listener to a show subscriber? And again, an early stage member of your community. So call to action. Okay, everyone, at the end of your podcast, listen, rate, subscribe, and tell your friends. Listen, rate, subscribe, tell your friends. It's super important. That needs to be said many, many times so people really are very clear on what they need to do. Um, incentives, you want to do giveaways. Are you going to do coaching? What are you going to offer Sandra so that she comes back and over and over again? What you also may want to do is plug upcoming episodes that you think will be really cool. And so that will um, get Sandra to come back and listen again. And retention. So what can you offer that will add value to your community and keep your audience engaged? Now, this is a big deal. So at ASA, again, we, my community is comprised of uh, podcasters, but the same can be done with a podcast and um, listeners in terms of a Facebook group. It, it's very useful. So we have a private Facebook group, and this is really the heart of our community. This is where we have lots of conversations with our community members. We talk to them. Um, we do chats. We have a monthly group call. We have an intro call when we get a lot of podcasters coming on the network. We like to introduce them. Um, and activities can include this monthly call. Um, also, what we do is we do daily or weekly prompts on our group to facilitate conversation in this group. Um, we also do emails um, and conversations, et cetera. So a lot's going on because, again, we want to keep our podcast podcasters within our community. But, again, the same applies to if you're a podcaster and you want to keep your audiences in your community. So are you giving away merch? You know, it could be stickers, whatever works. Um, are you engaging on social media because she's on social media? Um, are you taking your content? Are you um, all, all, you know, posting on Instagram Live or Instagram Reels? Are you involved in Clubhouse, which is like a cool new thing? You know, can Sandra find you um, in Clubhouse? Do you have a Clubhouse room? Uh, are you talking about your podcast? Um, invite Sandra to attend. Invite her to come up to the stage. So these are all things to get your your audience involved. So what's also very important is um, the connections that listeners can make within community. So it's within community members. So when you've got um, events going on, uh, we, we do some virtual events. We encourage conversations between community members. Um, they learn from each other. They feel supported. And it's the same thing when you're a podcaster and you and you're creating a community for your for your list, listeners, your audience. Again, it's just a feeling of being together. We've talked about podcasting can be super lonely. And also remember, um, this COVID era has been really tough on people. So communities are playing an even greater role in helping people um, get through COVID. And we know that there's been a huge increase in the growth of podcasts um, over the past year 
people were home. A lot of people decided to start a podcast. A lot of people were listening to podcasts. Um, mentorship, you can offer mentorship. Uh, a, a listener may contact you and say, you know, I really love what you do, but I, I, I'd also like to start a podcast. Can you give me some, you know, great tips on, on what I need to do? Now that's pretty valuable. Um, education. So let's say that your podcast is about travel. Uh, you know, Sandra likes to travel. So what you can do is, um, you can on your, um, in your Facebook group or on your website or on your Instagram channel, you can add, add a lot of information about travel. So again, she's coming to listen to your, uh, um, podcast and she's going to come again because you're providing other content that, um, she feels will be useful. And then finally, the email list. So here's the deal. Um, I can't stress this enough. If you want to build a community, you need an email list. And here's why. We cannot control what the social media companies are going to do. I know that I've been put in Facebook jail. That is just not fun. We don't know, you know, we can't control whether or not a, a social community shuts down. So what you really need to do is have a way to connect with your audience directly. So, and that's done through good old email. And how do you grow your list? Well, one way you can do it is the end of a podcast episode, you want to offer a freebie. Um, so, hey, if you go on this URL, whatever it is, www, whatever the URL is, you will be able to get this free fact sheet, 10 ways to have an awesome time in Greece. Well, the only way that the person's going to get that tip sheet is if they provide the email. Thus, you have just started a really important relationship. So email is old-fashioned, but it's critical. Okay, so just very quickly in terms of ASA and how we think about uh, membership and benefits and community. Again, I have the avatar of the my podcaster who is in my community. So we created features and benefits that we knew were relevant. So our podcasters were very interested in monetizing their podcast. So we have an in-house ad booking platform and we match advertisers with podcasters. And that's a way that um, podcasters can make a little money. Um, and that's a valuable feature. Uh, again, I talked about the community. Um, one thing that we do offer is something called PodSwap, which is very cool. Um, basically, our podcasters can sign up to be guests on another person's show um, within the ASA community. So that's people love that. Um, growing your show is also important to our community. Um, being independent and free membership. So those are the benefits that we found were relevant because we created the avatar and we understood what her needs are and we created the benefits um, to meet her needs. Okay, so what is the value that you can take away from building a community around your podcast? Well, you're going to get reviews, and you're going to get more reviews. And the more reviews you get, the more people are going to come listen to you. So, you know, don't discount the power of a review. Uh, word of mouth recommendations. Again, tell your friends. And what do you want? You're always going to say, listen, rate, subscribe, tell your friends. Important mantra here. Um, revenue. I'll talk about that a little bit later, but 
you can also earn revenue from your podcast. And the more people that listen, the higher are your download numbers, which means you have a greater ability to attract advertisers. So if that is important to you, you want to focus on growing your show. What do you need to grow your show? What do you need to get more listeners? Um, You also are going to get brand amplification. So a podcast, you know, let's say you have another business or a business is associated with a podcast. It's a great way to talk about your business uh, and a great way to connect with new customers. Um, You can also get feedback from your podcast community. I think that's super important to get feedback. And we like to do that a lot because you can't assume, I mean, you've built an avatar, but you can't assume that you really, really know what Sandra really, really wants. So providing an opportunity for your listeners to give you feedback is a really strong component of um, creating this community. And it's going to help you a lot in terms of creating even better content. Oops, shoot. Uh, I don't know how to go back. Can you hold on one second, guys? Don't look. Sorry. I don't know if I can do this. Okay, yes, I can. So don't look. Uh, Okay, so let me go again. Okay. Are we good? Okay, good. Key factors to consider. Does starting a community make sense for your podcast? It may not, but it may be the best thing in the world. Do you have time to invest in building a community? You have to be consistent, and it really takes time. So we spend at least 12 hours a week on community interactions. And again, it's a little different because we our community is based uh, based with, of, you know, th- a thousand podcasters. But the same thing is to be said for creating a community with listeners. And you need to be consistent. Otherwise, they're going to get confused. You also need to set goals, objectives, and a vision for your community. So again, you know, now know what you want to do with your podcast. You know your listener. You have figured out ways to bring her back over and over again. But if you want to bring her into a community, you need some rules. Otherwise, you can have chaos, and it's not fun. Um, I've seen some real issues um, occur in communities. So it's important to have rules, and it's important to um, always check and see what's going on in, in your community because you want a positive experience for everyone. Inclusivity, we just talked about this, is super important. How are you going to dra- attract diverse voices and perspectives? Again, incredibly important. And where will your community live? So I said that we have a private Facebook group, but you could, your community can also live on your website. You can have a forum. Just pick something and be consistent about communicating where people can find the information and monetizing your community. Okay, so some people really have built up their show They've got a nice community and they are interested in starting to really focus on monetizing. So what can you do? You can create a membership program with tiers. You can offer a free tier, a freemium tier, a premium tier. What you need to figure out is what are you going to offer people? Because you you want if you're offering a a premium tier, that means payment. So you want people to pay you. What are they going to get for it? What value are you going to provide them? So a lot of people, um, what they do is they provide extra content 
um, that you can only get if you pay for the particular membership. Um, behind the scenes is also very cool. So you can create a membership um, that involves uh, some tiers where people pay. But again, you have to make sure that you're always, always, always adding value. You also want to think about your customer journey. Again, I'm thinking about when you have a community and you want to um, create this membership program, potentially, you want to get them to end up paying you. Well, she's got a journey she, that she needs to go through. So at first, she's going to say, yeah, I want to be part of your community. Sure, it's free. Let me do that. You're going to engage her more, and then you're going to add other value. And because she's really hooked, she may be willing to pay money to get that extra content or whatever features that you have to offer. Again, it's really important to be consistent. I can't stress that enough. And then there um, are services such as Patreon and Buy Me a Coffee, which is a new one for me, but it's also another way to, to monetize your show. Okay, so in conclusion, this is one of my favorite quotes. Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. And that's Helen Keller. And essentially, just final thoughts, podcasting is about more than what you create. It's also about who you're able to impact and how you're able to use your podcast to foster connections with other people. Just remember, we're communicators. Words matter. Words have impact. How are you going to use your words, your messages to help people and foster better communications? So again, thank you so much for this opportunity, everyone. I really appreciate it. I'm not sure what button I have to press. You there, I hope. <laughs> Hello? Yes, okay. Marla, hello. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I got a little nervous there. Yeah, as a, you know, uh, I manage a tech platform, but th this kind of stuff is just not my thing. So It's okay. It's okay. Thank you so much, Marla, for that very informative, and I hope that you keep empowering women from all around the world. Thank you so much. That's my goal. That's my vision. Thank you. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com